Welcome to Drop the Mic, the last word in mortgage podcast. Brought to you by Mortgage Markets QSO, home of the best digital mortgage solutions. And now, here are your hosts, Jason and Mike. That's right. It's episode one. Hey, Mike, first things first, you had some big news last week. Tell us about it. I do. I pulled a George Clooney, actually, um, and I am a proud dad of two beautiful, beautiful twin girls. Um, their names are Frankie and Clementine, and I could not be uh, more ecstatic and happy. Um, they are doing great, and Mom is doing great, too. So thank you very much. Um, as I was telling you um, a few days ago, being a dad at about 72 years old now, it's yeah, really Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very true. Very good. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> it, so, it, when you told me twins, I, I would have been surprised yeah. if you had said, oh, well, I'm having a, a, a baby now, maybe a little later in life than something. When you said twins, I was like, okay, yeah. that's the, that changes everything. Well, good. I'm very well, glad. It wasn't, I'm glad y'all are doing well. Great. And it wasn't planned. I mean, this is one of those, you know, well, COVID unfortunately happened last year. And you order <laughs> said, ice cream yeah. from, you know, DoorDash, and next thing you know, you're pregnant. So, yeah. Ah, we will. We were talking about the baby boom right before the show went live because that is a big part of it. This goes back to when I was a child in, I think, in the late 70s. San Antonio, Texas experienced a blackout. All the electricity. Yeah. You know, people thought it was the end of the world. It's the Cold War. The Russians, you know, just for a night, it was just, hmm, this is different. Well, as you can imagine, nine months later, uh, the hospitals just suddenly overrun with, you know, yeah. new parents and pregnancies. And it was that attending baby boom because people are at home. And, folks, this is a show about home. That's why you get a mortgage, right, Mike? Because you want to be <laughs> there at home go. with the ones Good. you love. Yeah. Boy, you're, you're good, Jason. Oh, cool. Let me tell you, I, I, like, I like it. Yeah. Well, this is what we want you all to know when you listen to the show. Uh, this is going to be one of our featured shows every month because I yep. believe the, yep. the, the center of banking – Real estate, mortgages, it's all about that house and that 10-mile radius around the house where you and your family wake up and go to bed every night. It really is. I, I, I couldn't agree more with that. I mean, I remember, Jason, I think it was three years ago, I actually became a homeowner you know, for the first time, and it was the focal point of my life at the time because my children, Everything. it's such a huge experience and deal in your life. And exciting, mm-hmm. right, Jason, too? You're getting a new home. Um, you're moving your family. Um, and there's so many things that go with that. And that's why, to your point, I think the home buying experience in real estate in general in this world, it's why you always hear in the financial news, you know, real estate, where the rates are, um, yeah. inventory, why it's always at top of mind because – for the consumer and for families, right, it's one of the most important things. The cornerstone of the American economy, okay, you know, for almost 300 years, the home, yeah. you know, the acreage, the whatever we call it, you know, we're only, you know, four generations into the concept of the suburbs. But uh, if you listen to the show, when you listen to the show, first of all, Mike and I have agreed it is not going to be an hour-long webinar converted to a podcast if you're looking for that you're not going to find what you're looking for no, yeah not no, going to happen that, that will not be happening happen. here and uh, you heard uh, mike say he is now the father of twins uh, so to help defray those those wedding costs 
down the road. Um, if you want to listen to the show, it's going to cost you $20,000 a week. So just send a check to Mike. And uh, no, the show, will always, the show will always be free. Continue with that, with that theme from the Power Performance yeah. Show, uh, a conference quality information without the expense report. The other thing that we talked about before yeah. the show went live no matter how positive you are, no matter how much fun you have on a mortgage podcast, in banking yep. and mortgage and real estate, the truth is we're all waiting for the next bubble to burst. Correct. Correct. And, and I, I got to tell you, it's always in my mind at the top of my mind. And I'm always oh looking at that kind of bold in my shoulder because you know, I think it was back, right, Jason, 2009 when the last kind of, you know, Apocalyptic experience happened yep. right in the industry. With the rates where they were, as low as they were, and as many consumers who bought homes and refinanced homes, you know as this plays out down the road, something's got to give. And we need to understand that part of this industry, part of life is preparing for that and how we kind of overcome that, right? And that's something that I'm constantly thinking about and trying to slowly prepare for. And it, again, you and I talked about this. It's not being negative, but it's just making sure that you keep it in your mind, knowing that down the road, a bubble or some type of right experience will happen within the industry that might constrain where we are today. So um, yeah. it's important for all credit unions and executives to know that and keep that in your, in your pocket. Yeah, all banking, all banking professionals to need to need to think about that. I I would say I've been through, uh, I guess honestly, in my 20 year banking career, the, the Great Recession was the only one that I really experienced. I, I worked in banking in the late 90s. I enjoyed private banking and business banking, but that's at a time, you know, it predates you know the internet and email sure. and social media and all that stuff but no that is absolutely true the history is all and that was out in west texas midland texas oil and gas it was a boom and bust you just knew it it was right like, it's a roller coaster not a not a straight line and and i don't know it's, it's interesting that people simply accepted that because well, that's what people do you know i think the important thing for people to know why did the great recession happen because of the well, mortgage yeah. world, right? I mean, it's mortgages <laughs> in very, very technical, right, with mortgage-backed securities and things. But it's yeah. the mortgages that caused all of this to happen. So we need to really be aware and understand that as we yeah. have a record years with buying of homes and refinances, we need to, again, be aware of that. And I don't want to be aware of that. No. But no, you're right. No, you're right. You're, you're proving. You're proving your point. It is top of mind. We talked about it. It's one of the first things we talked about right. in the pre right. pre call. Uh, you know, I'm standing. In, you know, the, the studio of Eloquent Online is located in New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. Yep. I'm standing in the home I bought uh, when we moved to New Braunfels 18 years ago. They have a gas station. They got gas stations. They've got too many of them. But I I signed my loan documents on on the trunk of a car in 2003. I mean, it was just, you could kind of feel that things were happening too fast. It was too easy. Now, I had, of course, I had VA. And, you know, that's pretty easy paper to write because it's backed by the federal government. But but anyway, no, that's the kind of stuff we're going to talk about, folks. We're not going to have... 
We're not going to have some boring bullet point, 10 steps to a better banking brand. We're just going to talk about what, like I said, the cornerstone of the American economy, uh, the home, the American home, the American dream, whatever, whatever, you know, appellation you want to apply to it. And then, you know, I also want to talk about just those fun memories of home, Mike. Do you remember your first childhood home and what do you remember most about it? Yeah. So I grew up um, with three younger sisters um, and my dad was a teacher and my mother was a nurse and we lived in a Springfield, Massachusetts is where I grew up, mm. um, home of the Basketball Hall of Fame. And I just yep. remember, honestly, it being chaos at all times. I mean, you know, like <laughs> running around, my sisters, me putting on lipstick. I mean, it just was really, you know, growing up in my world was constant, constant craziness. Now, looking back, it in a weird way, the chaos of my childhood and teen years helped prepare me, right, for chaos <laughs> for everything. in future life. It did. Yeah. It really did. And, yeah. and I have a, an amazing family that we're really close with. But I'd have to say, really, my the biggest memory I have, Jason, um, of my childhood was just being with my family and eating at dinner. Yeah. I know that sounds crazy. Dinner. But every time – I have to tell you, every single time I watch a show on Netflix – or Amazon, and I see the the family at dinner sitting there. I'm like, that was really freaking special when I was growing up, sitting there. And it really happened. Dinner. It really it happened. Really my did. dad, my it dad. Really did, yeah. Speaking of Massachusetts, folks, so uh, we, this is our our shared Massachusetts connection. Uh, although I am a Texan, born and bred, uh, my mom and dad were both born in Fall River, Massachusetts, or they call it a Fall uh-huh. River, Massachusetts. And so, but yeah. I lived that life. I lived that life. My dad came home, right. dinner was on the table, the corningware and the biscuits and, you know, the milk, you know, or the chocolate milk if it had been a particularly good month or whatever. And, and, and you all sat down and you said, great. And then when that was over, my dad would look up and say, so what happened today? Because, you know, we didn't right. text people when put the right. skateboard through the window or, you know, you hit the wiffle ball into the neighbor's pool again kind of thing. No, I lived that life. I lived that suburban Life. But and, doesn't it go and, to show, Jason, yeah. here, here I am, 49 years old, and as a child, I remember that. Those were the things yeah. that stick with you forever, yeah. right? So well, it, it, that, it's so that, true. That's one of the reasons I wanted to do a mortgage show or some kind of home show, real estate something, because, you know, like I said, I think, I think we've overthought and overanalyzed social media. I think banking brands don't understand what – what a tiny sliver of time most customers, members, and clients actually spend even thinking about their banking brand every day. I agree. And so it was, I agree. The, you know, but, but what we're talking about is, is the American home, that experience. Right. And so um, I remember when we talked about doing the show, I was thinking about my first home down in San Antonio, and we went looking at homes. Before we bought one, it's just a classic subdivision, yep. you know, laid out wood lake, <laughs> you know, wood lake. You know, this, it's a typical subdivision, had a beautiful country club. Uh, they played the Texas Open there that year. I mean, it was a very, very nice place. And we looked at this house. It was a one-story, and it had what was called a sunken living room. You know what I'm talking about? Like you had to kind of step down into the living room? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. Mike, the shag carpeting had to be at least <laughs> – Half a foot deep. I mean, my brother and I are down there like swimming in it. Like, wow, we can swim every day without the water. You know, you just can't imagine that. 
today. I so, know. no, that's so. I know. Yeah. You're right. So we're You're right. Talk my my yeah. family had the same thing. Yeah, it, it, we had the same thing growing up. And now when I bought my house, of course, I was like, I want hardwood floors. I want an open floor plan, right? I, a rug? A rug? Are you crazy? I don't want a rug. <laughs> it, was like, it was like the status symbol. And then, of course, yeah. I feel like I'm the last guy that bought a house with carpeting. And it's like, gosh, if I could do it all over again. You know, I would never have yeah, right. carpeting in a house. And think about right, it. They, right. People made millions of dollars selling carpeting back in the day. All anyway. Right. Yeah. My beautiful girlfriend, really quick, when she came, you know, she, she moved in um, last year. One of the first things she said was, we need to get wall-to-wall carpeting. And I go, you're right. You're, you're crazy. I go, you can go back to 1986 because this ain't going to happen. But people, the point is people still have a comfort level, right? With yep. There's a comforting with carpeting. But it ain't going to happen in this house. Not wall-to-wall. No, not wall-to-wall. No, we are in the process. We're in the process of rethinking that. Uh, here, here we go, folks. We've lapsed into the, uh, the home and garden portion of the show. <laughs> so brought to you by the Home Depot, where I feel like I spend every single penny of my stimulus money last year. Anyway, you know, you're absolutely right. Uh, we, you know, we're looking at that. We're looking at you know, taking all the carpet out, staining yeah, staining the concrete underneath, or maybe just going with the laminate. Anyway, but yeah, so that's what we're talking about, folks. These decisions go on every single day. People are right. packed at the Lowe's and the Home Depot here in New Braunfels today. They have been for weeks. And so this show, Drop the Mic, uh, we're going to talk about not just the mortgage marketplace, but why there is one. And it is the American yeah. lifestyle that goes on each and every day. And so like we yeah. said, if you want some boring rubber chicken conference session bullet point webinar <laughs> you're not going to find that here not here no not doing that right. hey a, a last thing not. before we get out of here yeah before we sure. get out of here uh, i remember uh, this goes this goes back again to those first um household experiences do you remember what age you were when you got like your first stereo in your own room wow i think i was maybe my son Christian is 11 now, around the age he is, so maybe 10 or 11. Yeah, I 10 or 11, I, yeah, yeah, same here. Yeah. So what did it have? Yeah. Was it turntable, cassette, was it DV, was it uh, CD? What, what did it, how did it play? It was music? actually a tape player, and I can remember player, yeah. vividly, Jason, <laughs> what I would do is I would record songs on the radio, actually, we all did it. with the tape player, and then put the tape player, or the tape in the yep. tape player, and, put, and then I would label it like um, my baby takes the morning train, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah. Gina Easton. So, <laughs> that's baby. right. Yep. Gina Easton. Yep, I was right there. I was right there with you. Now, uh, unfortunately, folks, uh, we just found out that there is no statute of limitations on copyright violations in music. So the FBI will be picking up Michael later today at his home somewhere in the next uh, day. We know where you are. I don't even... Don't try to run now. That is too funny. All right. Hey, listen, folks. Thank you so much for listening to episode one. And occasionally, Mike and I are going to get serious and welcome in people as guests on the show. And we have a great guest coming up next month, don't we? We do. Ed Fox, who's the CEO of uh, Credit Union in Connecticut, um, Stanford Federal uh, Credit Union. He's been around a long, long time working at large credit unions all over the United States in California and Texas. He is a very passionate person 
um, not just about credit unions, but to what we want to talk about, um, banking and consumer experience. And I I think it's going to be a very eye-opening conversation, and and I'm really looking forward to having it on. Yeah, and picking his brain on where he thinks the kind of the state of the state of where we are today. So, yeah, you also, you also, you and I have also talked in this setup about how we're going to have some honest conversations on this show about what I think there just needs to be. There always does in any industry. Sometimes you need new leaders, new voices, new new uh, approaches to things, and and we're certainly going to do that in a respectful kind of way. Uh, but it is something that has has to be done. So uh, I think we need to, Jason. I think we need to do that. Do and, and, and I'm in agreement. We we need to, as an industry, you know, in, in the credit union world especially, we need to take a look at ourselves. And um, yeah. we're a lot of times afraid to do that and look in the mirror. And on this show, we're going to do that, and we're going to at least talk about it. it. Yeah. And, and hopefully, it'll resonate uh, with with the people who listen. So yeah. All right. Until next time, that's all we've got. So now it's time to drop the mic. Drop the Mic, the Last Word in Mortgage podcast is a production of Mortgage Markets QSO, home of the best digital mortgage solutions. Leverage the power of collaboration, innovation, and personalized multi-touch communication to get your clients home.